Hey guys, so today I want to give a brief overview about how success is measured in the rock industry in terms of record sales. Now, um, the sale of records across all genres hit their peak in about 1999, but declined in the 21st century. However, they used to be the ultimate measure of an artist's success. Now, I could stand up here and spew facts about how Led Zeppelin um, sold a total of 115.5 million units nationwide, but this holds little significance without referencing other names because it's all a matter of competition. You have to compare stats to other stats in order for them for them to be to be relevant so in 1946, the term rock and roll was first coined, and the genre itself was derived by R&B blues artists, like I mentioned before, like Richard Little, who actually sold um, about 32 million records nationally, which is really respectable for the for the time period. Patti Page's hit song called "The Tennessee Waltz" still holds the record for the most records sold by a female artist at around 10 million, um, and it she actually became one of the first um, the few blues artists to remain current in the 1950s. Her label, which was called Mer Mercury Records was known for using jukeboxes to promote their music and it kept them afloat as jukeboxes passed radio broadcasting in popularity. In 1956, Elvis Presley performed his hit song, Hound Dog, with a TV audience of about 40 million people. And um, between the, the years of 1949 and 1969, American families with TV sets in their homes rose from under 1 million people to about 44 million homes. And artists were starting to take advantage of this new uh, form of broadcasting entertainment. Elvis still holds third place in the best-selling list, and he sold about 150 million, million units nationally during his career. Um, so the reason why artist success is measured in units is to keep up with the forever changing ways that people purchase and consume music. One unit equals a one album sale, which equals 10 song downloads, which now equals about 1500 song streams. In the 1960s, Jimi Hendrix uh, promoted countercultural ideas about peace and love with his psychedelic sounds. And um, although his unit sales are surprisingly low, the way that he influenced culture was very significant. And his um, unit sales are low considering his early death at the age of 27 in 1970. Um, he only sold about 30 million units um, um, nationwide. But several of his singles sat in the in the Billboard Top 5 for weeks. In 1958, the Billboard Top 100 began and was based on the record sales and radio time for each artist. Um, and an even earlier list began in 1945, that's not really around anymore, was called the Honor Roll. Sorry, it was called the Honor Roll of, of Hits. It was based off of the success of sheet sales, disc jockey, and jukebox performances. The 1970s opened up a door for a darker and more soulful sound, and it also developed subgenres including country rock, metal, punk rock, and um, a new wave sound as well. Led Zeppelin became one of the, of the world's most infamous bands and sold about 300 million units nation worldwide and 115.5 million units nationwide. Artist, um, an artist's ability to sell out major venues actually became sort of like a significant feature when it came to measuring their success. So if you could sell at stadiums like Madison Square garden or Wembley stadium it showed that you were huge and that you uh were forced to be reckoned with um the sex pistols actually counteracted led zeppelin with their punk style during this time period and even though they didn't sell at venues and didn't um sell the same nearly the same amount of units they continued to contribute to the kind of the counterculture that became even more pervasive during the 1970s in the 80s, Queen was special with the new style of glam rock that they provided and theatrical performances. Not only were they best-selling artists, but they were also inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the Songwriters Hall of Fame. 
as I've mentioned before, the 90s produced grunge, which was, um, and one of the greatest bands during this time period was Nirvana. And they only sold about 25 million units uh, nationwide. And this could be um, uh, um, contributed to Kurt Cobain's early death at also the age of 27, just like Jimi Hendrix. Um, but again, their success can also be measured in like the way that, that they affected the counterculture during the 1990s. I think the biggest takeaways from this is that success is measured in units, venues sold out, awards of recognition, and effects on society. It's actually a combination of things. Thank you.